What is up? What is up? And welcome back to another episode of The Boss Life with Bonds. It's your girl, Siobhan Bonds. And I want to make sure that you guys hear that. It's Siobhan, not Siobhan. And I really don't know where Bonnie came from as a nickname, but here we are today. Guys, it is Friday. It is the end of a beautiful week. Um, it has been Ah, such such a such a learning lesson every week i used to do a live right after toastmasters and it would be like my post toastmasters rant but it was usually all good stuff it was always a recap of all of the just the nuggets that i would get from being in that meeting and hearing so many skilled speakers tell their stories and those actually ended up becoming a lot of the podcast, but I've stopped that and I, I kind of want to get back to that because I want to start sharing some of those nuggets with you guys that I'm so blessed to hear. And if you're someone that has wanted to expand your leadership capacity or uh, obviously improve your public speaking, but definitely expand your leadership capacity, I highly recommend that you get involved in something like Toastmasters, uh, especially if you're just starting off as an entrepreneur or if you're just starting a new project. It can give you the confidence to step out and be present in a way that you didn't really have to before. There's people that come that are like, yeah, I work at this big corporation and I have to present to a lot of people, so that's why I'm here. And then we've had women come in like, I'm a stay-at-home mom and I just wanna be more confident talking to my family. So I highly recommend that if you are someone that, that you have even a, a, a tinge of interest in public speaking or expanding your leadership capacity, that you at least go visit your local club. And with that said, today was my last day as president at Toastmasters. At Winter Park Toastmasters and I served for two terms which at this club was something that had never like it's not what they did but me with my big-headed self and I was like what do you mean it's never been done that's exactly why I'm gonna do it I'm like you don't tell a black woman oh you can't do that because it's never been done I'm like you guys didn't used to have women in your club until 2001 of course I'm gonna be president for a second term so um, I didn't do it to spite anyone or to prove a point necessarily but if anything I did it because I set my intentions on what my personal goals were for my second term and even the first. And it's really in alignment with what today's message is, which is taking aligned action. Aligned action is exactly what it sounds like. Having your focus on what your end goal is and aligning your actions to do it. And so today, Lord willing or not willing, I've got some very clear notes for you guys. This will be more teachy than preachy probably less woo-woo, even though inspired and aligned action is something we talk about in the world of manifestation. I wanted to give you some very tangible steps for taking aligned action. Because in my time as a life coach, I have worked with so many women with so many different goals, perspectives, um, dreams, these sort of things, right? But the one reason why a client does or doesn't get results, the results that they signed up to to get when they signed up to work with me is because of the action, right? We can work through their childhood trauma. My coaching calls turn into therapy somehow. We can work through their, their, their limiting beliefs because that's necessary to, to manifest. However, and, and we get great results. There's lots of crying, there's lots of realization, there's lots of like, oh my gosh, I never saw it like that. And thank you for calling me out. Thank you for calling me forward. We can do all of that and that's great and I love it. But none of it matters if after the call, if after the coaching program, you don't take aligned action. 
And it's very hard to take aligned action when you're not doing these five things that I have written down for you. So if you're someone that likes to take notes, take notes. Uh, if you're someone that likes to read, the, the notes will be in the show notes. So numero uno, what it, what it takes to, what, what you need to do to take aligned action or inspire, inspired action, as we like to say, is first of all, accept where you are. I think one of the biggest roadblocks to moving forward in your life is the lack of acceptance of where you are. This could be whether it's delusional, like let's say you are dead ass broke and someone is telling you like you're about to manifest a million dollars. Now I'm not going to shit on someone's parade and say that you can't do that. But what I am going to say is that there is almost this, it's like almost delusional because I, I brought this book up in one of the earlier episodes, Think and Grow Rich. And this is, uh, I like to, I like to refer to this book as like the masculine playbook for manifesting because it's literally the same concepts of manifestation, but with a little more hustle grind to it. Um, but God gave women this innate ability to be able to attract things. You think I'm crazy, men, you know what I'm talking about. You spend money on women, you do things for them because it's in your natural gifting to want to do that's in the masculine energy. So women I'm not saying you can't do this. There's plenty of like women CEOs and like people who love being in that business space and love working really hard in that respect. So great, great. However, um, going back to the point of, of aligned action and, and being delusional by not being able to accept where you are in that book, he talks about when you're calling in money or you're, you know, thinking, right? Like we say in manifestation, you're thinking, and then you grow rich. He said, what are you exchanging? for this abundance that you're asking the universe to bless you with. And so for someone to not accept the reality of their situation, which is, let's say you're like on the street homeless and you hear a good message and you're like, I'm gonna manifest a million dollars, whatever. I'm just using this as an example, guys, anything's possible. But again, and let's say you have, it's not like you used to run a business and you have any like skills that you're about to bring forward. It's not like you were sitting on, you know, um, a settlement that someone owes you and you just didn't take action. Like there's nothing for you to draw from. I need you to accept where you're at or not. I need you. You might need to accept where you're at. Like this is where I'm at for whatever reason. This is where life has brought me. So what can I do to get out? At least let me get out of survival mode so that I can get into thriving. And more often than not, what happens is people don't accept who they are. People don't accept how far away they are from their goals. And it's easier to just kind of wash out the, the gap and just be like, well, I'm going to make this happen overnight or I'm going to do this, this one thing. And it sounds very not like me to be saying a message like this because I'm so motivational and I'm so this is that, but I'm also very practical, like I'm rational but also very high in the sky. There's a duality there. And I believe that anything is possible for you. I believe that if you take the right aligned actions and, and if this is truly something that's placed on your heart, that it can happen. For those of you that haven't been to any of the manifestation trainings, like I always break down the word desire. Desire, when broken down, the root is of God. So your desires, like something that's in your heart, some people teach that it's in your heart because future you already has it. You wouldn't want it if it's not something that was unattainable for you. I believe it that. I believe that. Um, there are things that I don't desire because that's not a part of my future. Like I have no desire to live somewhere cold and shovel snow. 
And I'm so glad that that's not a part of my future. And I'm so glad that God did not put that in my heart. Like I am a tropical weather person. I am cold and anything under 80 degrees, cold, not chilly, cold. So it makes sense, right? So with that said, if you have these desires on your heart and your desires seem so far away from you, rather than be discouraged, I want you to be encouraged knowing that this is a possibility for you. That's why it's been placed in your heart. And if it's possible, then that means that you have it within you to obtain it. But if you're so, if you are delusioned and unattached from where you are, it's very hard to clean up the mess or to pick up the mess where you're at when you don't accept where you're at. If you can't accept that people, when they want to lose weight, I always use this because this is one that we can all relate to. If you can't accept that you have a disordered eating or if you can't accept that certain th certain habits are the reason why you're struggling to lose weight, you'll just continue to dish out money to problems that won't solve it. I've worked with people that have body dysmorphia. I've worked with people who are very obsessed with just being skinny and nothing else. And I look, years have gone by where they don't listen to the things that I'm like, you have to do this first and then this will change. And they're still in the same situations because they haven't accepted where they are. They haven't accepted, hey, I have an internal problem that's manifesting as an external problem. And so step number one, in order to take aligned action, right, aligned with your goals, you have to accept where you are. So if a client comes to me saying they want to lose weight and I say, this is the way that you have to, that you get to lose weight. This is the lifestyle changes. These are the mindset changes. These are the internal shifts you have to make. And they're like, screw you, Bonnie. I'll just go get some Botox and then come back to me in a month when that has gone away. And you're like, okay, how can I get skinny again? And I'm like, again, we got to do this. We got to do that. And they're like, oh, that takes too long. I don't want to do none of that. I'm going to do this instead. You see, like this is a very clear, way better than probably the homeless person um, example of how you have to accept where you are. Okay, cool. Got it? Got it. Great. All right, point number two, or wait, step number two for getting into aligned action. And this is where my woo-woo comes in, but it's also very neuroscience-based, is you have to visualize where you want to be. One of my favorite verses in the Bible, yes, I still quote the Bible, even though me and my mom were arguing about it yesterday. I was like, mom, I'm gonna start talking about how I really feel about the Bible more and louder, and I'm gonna make some people mad. And she's like, can we please talk before you do that so I can get your facts straight? And I'm like, I studied the Bible too, woman. Like, I went to college for this. I'm going based off of what I learned and how I'm interpreting it. But anywho, full of wisdom, still believe it's God's word, but there's still a lot that just makes me go, what? not God stuff, the, the stuff that men wrote. So anywho, like about women specifically. So moving right along, visualize where you want to be. My favorite verse, what, one of my favorites was, without a vision, the people will perish. I can attest to this, and I'm sure you can. Anyone who's been depressed, anyone who's ever been down and out, anyone who's ever been struggling, I know that you can attest to the fact that when you are in a state of not having a vision for where you want to be, you just kind of like float through life, like just doing whatever. You're not making any progress. You may not necessarily be moving backwards, but you're definitely not moving forward. Why? Because when you have a compelling vision for your future, that shit hits and it draws you in to be able to take that inspired action. One of the biggest needle movers in my life was when I was getting up every single day and visualizing what I wanted my life to look like. And it's what I'm looking at now. I printed, that's why I love vision boards. 
and printed out pictures of the neighborhood I live in, of the pool overlooking the lake. Um, I printed out pictures from their website that showed a living room and a bedroom where the bed sits at the window and overlooks the lake and where the living room overlooks the lake. And I know I've said this before, but for those of you that didn't know, the building that I'm in, there's four buildings in my neighborhood that face the water. Three of them have obstructed views, like with trees and stuff all around it. And only one building, one unit, well, everybody on top of me, first, second, and third, I'm on the second floor. Everybody in this particular unit has a clear view from every window of the lake. No other home in here has that. And it's because every single day, I looked at those pictures on my wall and to the point where my subconscious mind is like, that's, that's our reality. And not only did I visualize it tangibly, but I would go in my mind's eye and meditate and imagine that that's what was happening. Now, you may not be a meditative person, you may not be a vision board person, but you still, in your mind's eye, need to at least have a focus of where you're going. You cannot tell me that you're going to go to California from Florida and you have no map, no vision, like you have no concept. Let's say you had no concept of where California was and you're like, well, I'm going to get there. And it's like, cool, you're going to use a map. Well, yeah, no, I don't know where it is. I'm, I'm going to just get there. And that's how a lot of people are when they're like, I set this goal. Like for me to say yesterday and announce to the world, I want to open up a gym. I've had this vision in my head for years. It didn't look like a gym though. This vision started off as, and I even know the, the parking lot, the plaza that I wanted it in. This vision that I used to have was for a community center in at-risk communities for single moms and struggling families. I wanted to provide free or extremely discounted daycare for their younger children because extended day workers don't give a fuck about kids, I swear. Well, not at all schools, but as a kid, I didn't enjoy extended day. Those workers did not like us and we weren't learning anything and we weren't very well supervised so i wanted to provide that space where the kids would get good mentoring and also be around people that actually want to see them succeed i wanted to provide an after school area for high schoolers because i had spent my 20s as a youth minister and i would be bringing in all the kids off the streets the kids that were selling drugs the kids that were out making babies and doing all the things that i was doing my age i would bring them in because they could relate to me and when i would bring them into the church like we had this thing like, oh, we want to bring them in. And then they would get there and they wouldn't feel as accepted. So I wanted to provide a space for them. And then I wanted to, when the moms or the parents came after work, if they didn't want to get their kids right away and maybe they wanted to go to a parenting class or some kind of self-enriching class, whether it was on finances, whether it was on nutrition, whether it was on health, something to help them reach um, economic stability, right? That was my vision. And because I never got to be, you know, I didn't become a pastor and all those things didn't come to pass, that dream kind of fizzled out. And I was just like, I got to take care of me. I can't worry about other people. I got to take care of me. And then I became an entrepreneur. And God is like, yeah, you get to be an entrepreneur because then you get to create stuff like that and there's no cap on it. And so when I say a, without a vision, the people perish, there was a good four or five years where I was working um, waiting tables and I had no more vision for my life. I had given up on that vision and it was the most miserable time of my life. I felt like I didn't have purpose. I felt like I was just neandering through life because I didn't have a vision. And so I really hope that this hits someone right now who can relate to feeling apathetic, feeling hopeless towards your future, or just not feeling like there's, you know, it's just like, whatever, fuck it, go to work, come home, pay my bills. It is what it is. I went through that and it was torture. 
And no matter how hard it gets on this entrepreneurial journey, on this building, uh, this vision that I have, I always come back to, I never want to beat, like, I never want to get to that place again where I'm just working just to, just to pay bills and come home. I never want to get to that. Like, I will never feel fulfilled like that again. I, I feel the urge to quit on my dreams and my goals. I'm going to be honest with you, at least maybe not once a day, but several times a week. I'm like, man, fuck this shit. I was like, are there any gyms hiring for personal trainers? Man, fuck this shit. Like, is it, is it like, this is like, I'm going to be real with you, just being transparent. But what always brings me back is I know I would be miserable if I was not taking aligned action towards my vision. So you have to have a vision. Without a vision, you may not physically perish, but your soul will. And I believe that that's what's happened to so many people is that they don't have a compelling vision for a better tomorrow. Even if your current today is okay, I have a podcast episode called Just Okay Is Not Okay, where just, just okay is not okay. Like there's always more and it's actually selfish in my opinion for us to settle in life because when we shine, we shine our light on others. When we shine, we remind other people what's possible, the human spirit, the resilience that is that is the human spirit. And when we don't visualize a better future, not only for ourselves, we're also doing a disservice to those who would benefit from that brighter future of ours. So I just wanna leave that with you, okay? So number two is visualize where you wanna be. Number three, this is super important. Identify the gaps, accept where you are, Visualize where you want to be. And then number three, identify the gaps. This calls for a very tough heart to heart with yourself. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. For a lot of people, this is very hard to do. This is why people reach out and get mentors and coaches. This is why I've invested in so many coaches over the years, because that blind spot is something serious. That shadow work that I talk about, that's something serious. Those things that you don't want to deal with, it's something serious. And oftentimes, yes, mentally tough people or people who have a very like determined um, personality can sit with themselves and identify these gaps and be Gucci. But the majority of the population, we don't have it in us to have this heart to heart with ourselves. Like, okay, this is what I said I wanted, but yet this is um, this is what I'm actually doing. It's not just about identifying the gaps like, okay, I want to be rich and I'm poor. Boom, that's the gap. No, what is the gap? What, let's get real. Let's break down the current contradictions. Let's break down the current contradicting behaviors, beliefs, mindsets, actions, attitudes that are keeping you from this compelling vision. Because when we're able to sit down and actually identify those gaps, the gap no longer seems like this just insurmountable stairway to heaven that you're never going to be able to, to what's the word for when you, who am I talking to? Oh, what's the word? <laughs> no, but when you, when you climb the top of a, a mountain, the word summit's coming to mind, but whatever, I've lost that train of thought. When you break down the current contradictions, the, the current beliefs, actions that are not aligned with your goals, you now have something tangible to work with. This was my pet peeve with some of the manifestation coaches, specifically the people who are already having a blessed and abundant life, trying to teach people who are coming from poverty and scarcity how to just think in abundance. It's like, baby girl or baby sir, 
you get to, if you're going to take on that, that champion, if you're going to champion that task of teaching those less fortunate how to manifest a better life, then you need to be prepared to walk them through the steps of identifying those gaps, those limiting beliefs, and those very tangible, everyday bad habits and shitty thinking that's keeping them there, and then give them the tools to rewire it. Don't just tell them they have a you see how passionate I am about this. We can't just tell people you have a limiting belief. You have a shitty mindset. Okay, well, what's next? And that's one thing that I've strived to do in this community, in the mind and body community. Those of you that subscribe to the emails, you're in the community. Those of you that listen to the podcast, you're in the community. And if you're a client, of course, you're in the community. The one thing that I that we strive to do is not just tell you guys what to do, but give you the very tangible steps so that you can do it. That's what coaching is, is, is drawing out and showing you and asking you the questions. So if your goal is to be rich and your current environment or current situation, we're accepting where we're at, is not rich. And we wanna visualize where we do wanna be, right? This is the kind of life I do want to live. And I, I can't impress upon you how important that is. I know I just did. I give you an illustration, but it is so key because if you in your worst state or your lowest state are not able to set your sights on something higher than where you currently are, you will not be able to muster up the motivation to change, especially as a female, because we are so emotionally powered. If you cannot get yourself into the state of an elated emotion where you can visualize what you do want this is why you guys ladies struggle with motivation one of my previous clients commented on my post the other day she i thought she moved to coco she's like bonnie open the gym because all your hard work has gone to waste and i was like girl what and i was like wait aren't you in coco beach and she's like no i'm right here and i was like oh snap she's right around the corner why aren't we working together she said i don't have any motivation and when she hired me her motivation was her her wedding renewal, her wedding vow renewal. So she had something exciting to attach. So it was very easy for us when we identified the gaps and she showed me how she was eating and how she exercised. I'm like, oh, you're exercising way too much. Oh, you have high blood pressure. You should not be doing these kind of workouts. This is how you should work out and blah, blah, blah. We identified the gaps and boom, within like two months, she had reached the goals that she'd wanted to that she couldn't on her own because she had a vision. But now she admittedly said, I don't have any motivation. The reason why she doesn't have any motivation because she doesn't have a compelling vision for something, okay? So as we're identifying the gaps, what's standing in the way between what, what you want most and where you are now, um, call them out and be real with them, right? If, the, if the, the issue is money, one common phrase that I always return to, and you probably heard it, is that if you can't manage $100, you can't manage $1,000. If you can't manage $1,000, you will not be able to manage $10,000. And so one of your current contradictions, one of the gaps between the wealth that you want to have and the wealth that you don't have is that even with the little bit of money you have, you don't manage it well. And when you have a lot of bills, I can attest, I know how this feels when you have a lot of bills and you're just like, well, how can I manage, you know, what am I supposed to do when I don't have this and blah, blah, blah. You got to start where you are. There's also another Bible passage, right? I love, I love that Jesus is so dope. He has the best illustrations. He's talking about like giving talents out to people. And I like that they use the word talents. That's what it was for money because I'm talking about your talents right now. And we all get spiritual gifts. We all have talents and gifts for this earth. 
And those that use their gifts, what happens to them? They get famous, they get YouTube. You're over here like, why did they get discovered for doing nothing? Because they showed the fuck up, right? They gave what, what, what this freaking man said, Napoleon Hill, they said in exchange for the abundance that I want the universe to give me, I'm going to offer this up. Even if it is something stupid in your opinion, hey, they made it happen. We all have gifts, we all have talents. And those who are given a little bit and don't use it, right? Let's say, I used to feel that way. I was like, oh my God, I don't have any gifts or any talents. I don't sing and dance well like my friends. I'm not an artist. I'm not hella good at science. But once I figured out what I was good at, oh, y'all have seen it. I've been all over the place with it. I'm talking everywhere. I'm speaking everywhere. Because to whom, like, if you're given a little bit, the story in the parable was that people were given money, one five, one ten, one fifteen. And the one who had five looked at his little five dollar talent or whatever and was like, uh uh-uh, uh, I ain't finna lose this, I ain't finna mm mm put it in the ground, it was like, I got you for when 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 the boss comes back. The one that had ten is like, Oh snap, let me flip this. The one that had fifteen said, Oh snap, let me flip this. So when Jesus or the the manager in the store came back to the in the story, they're like, Yo, you with the with the fifteen, what happened? They're like, I flipped that, here you go. Hey, you with the 10, what happened? Yo, I flipped that. Here you go. The one with the five is like, yo, I knew you was going to be wanting that back. So I, I I kept it safe and I put it in a hole. Here you go. Here's your here's your talent. And some of us, that's what our life is going to look like. I don't know what you believe about the end of your life, but you're going to look back and you may be in a place right now where you're frustrated with God or the universe because you feel like you weren't given a lot to work with, where some people were given a lot to work with and you feel like that gap between where you want to be and where you are is so big. And I'm going to be real with you. It probably is. However, there are people that have been in your situation and worse that have taken your situation and literally flipped that. They took their little five cents and flipped that, flipped it again, flipped it again. It may not have been so seamless, but I want you to understand that you'll never get there if you don't have that vision of where you want to be. I guarantee you that if you are one of the people that feels like they don't have, they haven't been given a lot in life, but you accept where you are and you start visualizing where you want to be and start being real with yourself about why you're not there. Is it that you, you know, don't make a lot of money, which is probably true. Um, that's a factor, but is there also the part where the money that you do get, you spend frivolously, right? Or you don't invest it because that's scary and it's different. You got to have a heart to heart about how your actions are contradicting where you want to be. You want to lose weight, but you won't, you, you, you don't want to log any food whatsoever. You want to have no, um, you don't want to have any control or awareness of what you're putting into your body that it could be a small shift that you can make like cut that out or eat less of that and then you'll reach your no you don't want to do that okay cool i think i've hammered this one in enough but before i move on to the next topic you get to remove those contradictions or at the very least phase them out okay so have that heart to heart and identify those gaps those roadblocks and again this is where a coach or a mentor or something some kind of accountability comes in because it's a it's a it's a blind spot for a reason like you can't see it it's like this it's like every time you go to look why can't i get out of this situation it's right there so sometimes you need someone to help you see that okay all right point number four break it down into smaller steps so that big vision that i had to open the community center back when i was 23 years old i did not break it down into small steps 
I was like, this is a vision. This is what I want. Let's go, baby. And we didn't make it happen, not by a long shot. And that was frustrating. Whereas now, as a business owner, I know what I'm called to, what I want to create, and the vision that's in my heart. And I know that I can't create it all overnight. I tried that last year. You can't do that. <laughs> you have to lay steps and, and build a foundation. And sometimes you'll take a step and get knocked down and then you get to take two more steps and then get knocked down. But if you keep taking those steps, you'll get there. And oftentimes, especially with my weight loss clients, we don't do that. We're like, well, this is where I am. I've accepted it. And this is where I wanna be. And we like try to run, jump, and we try to spring to the next level, skipping steps. And you guys have seen video games. You know how that works out. Not well, not well at all. <laughs> so by breaking these, these steps down, it's so much easier to align with your goals. Because again, with weight loss, if your goal, you say it's weight loss, but what you really want is sustained weight loss. A lot of people want a business. You don't just want a business because anyone in Florida can go to sunbiz.org, drop $200 and boom, you got an LLC. Let's be real. You don't want just a business. You want a successful business. You don't want to just be married. You want a happy marriage. And so if you don't want to just arrive at your end goal with the most basic version of what you want just a business just a marriage you know just losing the weight and it coming back you got to be clear like you you want it to be a thriving marriage you want the weight loss to stay gone okay cool what are the steps that go into creating that when you get married you got you you did your counseling you got your license you had the ceremony boom you're married but if you want to be happily married there's little steps every single day that you must take to align with that goal of happy marriage, right? If you want to keep the weight off, there's little steps that you're going to have to take every single day that create the type of person that is able to keep this off. I hope that I know this is coming clear to someone that needed to hear that. And then my last tip for you for taking aligned action, and I've said it multiple times throughout today's podcast, is having accountability, having support, and having some type of mentorship. From the outside looking in, I look very motivated. I look very, <laughs> unless you follow my stories, I look like I at least have some sense of discipline. Maybe not, not a whole bunch of tight structure, but some sense of discipline to keep going. But the truth is, I lean on my support systems like nobody's business. I have two members from my team that I can call crying, frustrated whenever I need to, okay? I've got, when it comes to my speaking and, and leadership, I've got a room full of men who have run corporations, who are in the military, who understand all different types of leadership that I can go to and pick their brain. I've got business coaches that I have worked with that when I, I'm like, hey, this is what's not working in my business. How do I fix this? I have so much support and mentorship and even now I'm flying solo. I don't have like a dedicated mentor or coach right now, which I do need to get one again because what got you here won't get you there. And I do need someone to pull me up to that next level again um, and at least guide it. But I think this is where a lot of people get stuck, especially my ladies, because we're in this season, this era, right, where we want to prove how independent we are and how capable we are. And as a feminist, I'm here for it. But I'm also going to let you know 
like one of our our mottos for mind and body is like you're not doing it wrong you're just doing it alone and when you're trying to get to something over and over and over again and it seems like nothing that you do is working i need you to understand what if you weren't doing it wrong you just didn't have the support that you needed when you stumbled and fell down a lot of the women that say they struggle with being consistent i'm like well who's calling you back in who's holding you accountable no one it's so easy to not show up for yourself when you're not seen. And I'm going to wrap it up with this because this was a this is something that was hitting me is that how many like there's a feminine need to be seen. And so many of us avoid this being seen by hiding behind our screens. And so when we hide behind our screens and we're not seen, there's no one to hold us accountable. And we wonder why we're struggling to get out of our current situations. We wonder why we struggle to create new mindsets, new beliefs. We wonder why we feel like we're cut off from abundance or that other people have opportunities that we don't. It's because you're out here trying to play Lone Ranger. When you go to networking, when you're in communities, you get connected with other people who connect you with other people, who connect you and them with other people. That's the point of community. And, and we've got so many people out there that just don't want it for whatever reason. Maybe you've been burned. Maybe you have trauma. Maybe you've been hurt. I get it. I really do. But I want you to think about your vision. I want you to think about where you want to be. And if what you've been doing on your own alone now has not created the outcome that you want, or you feel like you're stuck in repeat and you're going through the same day again, what is it going to take for you to realize like you're doing yourself a disservice? When you don't take aligned action towards your goals, it has a ripple effect. I mentioned this earlier. There are people that will benefit from you taking aligned action. There are things that will be invented. There are things that will be created because you aligned yourself with your goals and you took action. There are people that will be missing out because you didn't do it. And just the same, there will be people whose lives will be forever changed because you chose to step up and take that aligned action. My question to you is, when are you going to start? When are you going to call yourself forward and put some of this stuff that I shared with you today into action? Listening to this podcast and other ones is amazing. Reading books, fundamental. Going to in-person seminars like the Tony Robbins event, dope, right? Doing workshops and masterclasses, which I commit to doing at least three a year one a month well one little like webinar something free once a month but like something paid at least two to three times a year but i want but again if the things that you're doing are not getting you to where you need to be it is up to you to seek the help to seek the support and the resources that you need so that you can continue moving forward guys that is my that's what i have today that is what is on my heart i hope that this really spoke to someone that needed to hear this if this resonated with you and you're like blondes i've been listening for a while and i do need someone to help me identify those gaps i do need someone to help hold me accountable while i'm making these shifts as always i'm going to drop my link in the comments there's a link in there for you to apply to work with me one-on-one -on -one, but there's also a link for you to just book one-off calls so that we can discuss whatever you're going through and you can kind of test the waters and see what it's like to have that support in addition 
Tomorrow starts our self-healing summer series. And tomorrow we're going over the ins and outs of self-healing, how to do it, what you need to do, and getting you guys prepped for that. So that will be in the links as well. If you got value from today's podcast, don't forget to like, comment, and share. Send this to someone that needs to hear it. I am starving like Marvin, so I'm going to go eat now. I love you guys to the moon and back. Have the best day of your entire beautiful lives. Bonds out.